Welcome to the 10th episode of the Under the Jersey podcast. My name is Alex Henry and I'm your host. Thank you for those who have tuned in with us this far. Um, This has been a really, really cool journey to start on, um, to embark upon. You know, this has been a lot of fun for me um, and I hope it's been a lot of fun for my guests and the people listening. And with that being said, uh, we are going to have... Patrick Fields come on today. He is a captain on the Oklahoma defense, uh, plays safety for them, is a really, really nice, humble person, uh, probably one of the most genuine people that you can come across when it comes to just being a person and being a student athlete. So we are going to get into that in just a second, but first we do have one little announcement to make. Um, I mentioned this in a previous episode about um, me working with a company called Walter Picks. So they are an AI sports betting app, uh, website type of deal. So I will be, um, I will be covering the Houston Texans for them this fall, um, as their Houston Texans correspondent. I'm really looking forward to that, um, because I think the NFL and NFL football is probably where, um, I get the most enjoyment of covering, um, it's where I spend a lot of my time. It's where I'm spending a lot of my time now as we get prepared for our draft breakdown videos. Um, there's just a lot upcoming and I'm really, really excited for it. But, um, let's go ahead and get into Mr. Patrick Fields. You know, like, um, like you're just a leader, you know, like everyone's kind of turning to you and looking at you to kind of like, show them what they need to be doing. And I think that definitely translates and it will translate over to the business world, which right. is really, really cool. And that degree, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm really impressed because I, I finished my last accounting class this semester and I am so happy I'm done with it because it's just, Oh, it's too much for me. It's all like, there's, all the like backwards journal entries and all the weird accounting you got to do these rules you got to remember it's a little bit too much for me right um, which, which course was that so it was osu does their finance department a little bit differently um so they they changed up their accounting program so they used to do managerial and financial accounting separately um and then i think my freshman year they changed their uh, like business accounting finance program plan. And so they combined uh, managerial and financial and just made like accounting one and accounting two. And so I was taking accounting two and then income tax um, accounting as well. And as my last two accounting classes, and it was, it was tough. I made I did well this semester. I had actually my best GPA uh, of college this semester and it was probably my hardest load so that was a pretty pretty like reassuring thing you know right but I feel like I think that's what we kind of like naturally do as people like the instinct like the kind of like survival mentality almost mm-hmm. like whenever we're put in like harder environments like we want to subconsciously like push ourselves way harder in mm-hmm. order to like elevate ourselves to to I guess like survive or like thrive so like mm-hmm. I don't know because it that's how I feel 
almost like every single semester, like each of my semesters, I'm like, damn, it's my hardest semester. Then I have another semester, you're like, this is my hardest. That was, that was like, the hardest. And you're like, you keep looking back on them and you're like, nah, they like, I just thought they were the hardest. And so right. I prepared myself like they were the hardest. You know, that's kind of funny that you say that like diamond is formed under extreme stress. Right. You know, like you kind of get the best product of yourself when you're under like in crunch time, like in the, in the big moments and you, and you've been in the big moment a couple times on the field, like just as a captain, as a leader, and then as a freshman, if I'm not mistaken, cause you guys right. went to the playoff in 2018 and 2020. Is that right? We went 18, we played Bama, uh -huh. we played LSU, and then this previous year. We That's right. You guys ran into the steamroller of yeah. Joe Burrow and that LSU team. Dude, what was that like going and playing those guys? Man, it's uh, – I think it was crazy. I think it's crazy, and that's how – like, honestly, my, my perspective of football is kind of, like, changed to have more of appreciate, like an appreciation and, like, a respect. Mm -hmm. my opponents because just playing against like Joe Burrow you see and even like just small things in warm-ups because you know I'll kind of be I guess quote-unquote scouting and warm-up mm -hmm. like Joe Burrow will throw like an out an out route intermediate out routes like the far side of the field and it's like perfect and on the money right you know what I mean? and then just like simple things like that that people probably won't look at in warm-ups I feel like that's a great indicator of like why he was so special at quarterback and then mm. No, just like their receiving receiving core, like Justin Jefferson. I mean, we seen what he did as a rookie. Jamar Chase, Terrace Marshall, Thaddeus Moss, like all those pass catchers, dude. Then the uh, the running back, he really didn't play a lot against us. But like no, Clyde Clyde kind of was on the side. Right, but I feel like on film that was probably like the guy. I'm like, and and no disrespect to any of the others, I was like, he's he's kind of like a guy who doesn't get as much respect as he deserved because mm -hmm. he, did, he did a lot for them in terms of like catching out of the backfield, right. running the ball. So he's a, he's a special player. They had a lot of really, really special talent on that team. I mean, like I can't, I can't imagine y'all's like y'all's preparation going into that game, like sitting down in the, like in the film room and watching that and being like, man, how do like, how do you try and stop these guys? How do you rally each other? to get like get stops on like future NFL guys like we know these guys are going to the next level right. did that like did that like get in y'all's head at all or was that something you were just kind of like you know what these dudes put on their shoes the same way we do like it, we're right. just playing football out here what kind of like what did you what was your mentality going into that and I think I think it's kind of like the culture of our program. And I think it's especially evident this year mm -hmm. um, defense wise that like, we really don't care in a sense about like other people, other offenses, because like for us, in all honesty, um, well, I mean, of course our opponents will know, but like, we really don't change anything from week to week. We're not going to have a defense of this week. We're not going to have a matchup of this week. Like everything we do the same, like, the defense is the exact same as, you know, day one, whenever mm -hmm. uh, Coach Grinch got here. We may just run, like, certain coverages a little bit more, but everything is kind of very basic in what we do, and it's more so just, like, the mentality that you hit on that everybody is the same. And our kind of – what we pride ourselves on is, like, okay, we're going to play fast. We're going to create turnovers. We're going to play physical. And we feel like we're better at ourselves than, like, a lot of people. And what we mean by that is, like, 
our defense is the same as day one. So we don't change from week to week. So we have, I have more reps at running this coverage or running the, or using this technique than um, a team that if they scheme for us, like, okay, we're going to run this route this weekend. They're changing things from week to week, mm-hmm. but it's like, I, everything I do is the same. And it's just like cumulative reps and it's like more confidence that, you know, I'm developing on using this technique or running this coverage. So we really pride ourselves on, you know, us being better at who we are than, you know, than others, if that makes sense. It does. It does completely. Cause I mean, you guys took tremendous, tremendous strides. I mean, we can go back and we could talk numbers, but like you, you guys were not, I think it was after the 2018 season, I think you guys were like a bottom, like a bottom, bottom of the D1, like defense and in total yards. And then the next year you guys completely flipped the script and came out and it's like, okay, like now OU's back to playing like OU defense, like what won them titles back in the day. Like, and that change of you, like you guys really saw that in 2019, but then like, you run into like the greatest college football team of all time. Like, you know, like that, that just kind of happens sometimes, you know? Um, but, and you guys even carried that over into 2020 too. I mean, you guys are winning the big 12 every year. Um, has the success of OU as a program, is that something you guys really like cherish and celebrate? Um, and how does, how does, uh your coaching staff, like keep you guys, keep you guys motivated. Um, Cause I can imagine, you know, you guys ex- go out and expect to win the big 12 every year. That's, that's right. pretty much as of late, that's been pretty much how things have been going. Um, so is there something else that you guys are wanting to go get? Is it that college football playoff win? Like how, how are you guys staying motivated um, for this, for this season? Um, honestly, I feel like going into this year, um, last year done, and I, and um, I hope that people don't interpret this the wrong way, but like last year doesn't feel successful. And I think that's because of the expectations that we have at OU, like mm-hmm. last you year. You guys done, just expect to be, you guys expect to win the big 12 and go to the playoff every year. Right. Like, I mean, really we expect to, you know, win the natty and mm-hmm. we feel I mean, just in my career alone, I went to the playoffs as a freshman and as a sophomore. Last year, you know, we, we kind of barely missed. We finished, I think, like sixth in the ranking. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we, we beat a, a good LSU team in Florida, but in t- we didn't accomplish anything from the year prior. We all, we really took a step back because my sophomore year, we made the playoffs, played LSU, and then this year we missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think we're, we're hungrier than ever because, one, we missed on the playoffs, and then, two, we just know where we've been at. Like we we were in the playoffs in 17, really, I believe what 16, not, so not 16, 15, 17, 18, 19. And it's like, we've been there every single year, but we just haven't been able to get over that last hump. So I think that's really what's feeling us in uh, a mindset going this year. Well, cause you guys are going to have a lot of, a lot of guys returning um, that played a lot last year, you know, um, there's you, you've got Nick coming back. Like who are, who are some of the guys that are going to be, um, kind of ones you're going to be able to look towards and count on when you guys know, like, Hey, like we got, 
we got close a couple times, but we can really like we can really finish this off. Is there a couple guys on that defense who you kind of are looking towards? I mean, I think the, the scary thing, in all honesty, is this may sound crazy, but I could dang near tell you a, a, a second starting lineup that's like I think will will be better than our starting lineup. And what I mean by that is is like with evolution. Mm-hmm. The younger players should be better than the older players, but like we, I could name off eleven guys who didn't even start last year that that can literally come and play, and it, it's you won't even be able to tell the difference. Right. You know what I mean? And then even just in the corner, for example, like we got a guy like Javen David, Jaden Davis, who's mm-hmm. five nine, smaller guy, phenomenal corner. But then we got a guy like Josh Eaton, who's a six-two corner. So I mean, you have two different, two completely different dynamics, like between a five-nine guy and the strengths that he brings, and a big right. guy and the strength that he brings. And I think that's kind of like what we have across the board. Um, like our starting linebackers last year were Deshaun White and Brian Osmo. But then there's David Awebu, who's six-three and looks like he in played, you know, rush linebacker as a freshman. Mm-hmm. And I think, and then, you know, Jalen Redman just got yes. him back. Jordan Kelly still haven't seen the best version of him yet. Saw a little glimpses of. Right. We saw, we saw a little bit last year, but he like, give him a full season on the field. I, I, I just remember like Jake coming home after practice in high school and just being dog ass tired from having to try and block Jordan all day on scout team. And he's like, he'll say, he'll say to this day, it made me a better lineman having to right. block Jordan every day. But we, we definitely need to see a full season of him. And I'm very excited for that. Right. And I think he'll be healthy, which is the biggest thing. And I think, cause I mean, he, he tore his ACL in high school and just mm-hmm. never had surgery, kept on playing. And then, finally had surgery in high school and his ace they had to like go find his acl right I mean, that kind of just speaks volumes like one how in the world did he still perform with literally no acl and then two like the kind of strength and resilience that he has so i mean i think it'll be special this year because like i can i can like genuinely name you like players that you you barely heard about if you heard about a little bit mm-hmm. that are you know can, can come in and will contribute this year, you know, in significant games. Absolutely. I imagine you guys having to practice against uh, Coach Riley's offense um, and guys like Spencer Rattler, uh, Marvin Mims. I'm sure, like, going in every day, that's making you guys a lot better in, in itself, uh, going up against some of the best talent in the country. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see you guys get back out there this year. Um, even though you're wearing the wrong color and don't beat up on us too bad in Bedlam, I am, I am really excited to see you guys play this year. Um, I, it's come to the point now to where I, I think I'm becoming more of a fan of just good football and good football players. And there's a real appreciation that comes along with it. I mean, like you said, that, that sort of respect that you have um, learned, I guess, that you've come to come to realize that respect for your opponent, that they're doing something really, really special. Um, and I think people are going to realize that even more this year about the OU defense with you guys. I mean, you and Jalen and Nick and Jordan and those guys all coming back to uh, run it back again. It's going to be really exciting to see. Um, 
so when is you guys' first game? Who do you guys have on your non-conference schedule to start? Our first game is uh, Tulane. And we Tulane? So that, that should be pretty cool in New Orleans. Okay. Get to go down to New Orleans. That's a very, very, very nice city. Uh, nice is a little bit of a funny word. Um, it's a very interesting place. Right. New Orleans, If you, I don't know if you've been, but it is – Bourbon Street's a, a great time. you got to wait till after – you guys are done though, because if you go before y'all, y'all are not making it to the game. Uh, I want to go back a little bit to to high school. Um, now you chose OU. Were you always an OU guy? Like growing up, was that your team? Like, because I know, like us Tulsa guys, it's kind of like oh, you pick OSU or OU, and you kind of stick with it. Was it that case for you, or were you just? Um, just a fan of players, um, NFL teams. What was it for you? Man, honestly, it, it's weird because I think Texas was probably – I think I wanted to go to Texas. And I remember me and CJ, um, me and CJ Moore, it was like seventh grade, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I, I think if I, if I really looked hard enough, I could go find a text. But, like, we used to talk about going to Texas together really that's that's funny because you end up at the texas biggest rival you know that's just that's insane and i remember like i remember my whenever i got my texas offer i was in like buffalo wild wings it was on like a thursday because they had like a special and it was like Mm -hmm. me jordan kelly i think like lee barnes like my guys and i and i got like a call and i was just like dang dude i just got off by texas and i like deeply remember that Mm-hmm. So, so what was it that made you end up choosing OU in the end? Um, I think it was just a matter of uh, me me being able to stay close to home and then me, like kind of just like the pride I had in OU since I'm from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like seeing Stephen, Stephen Parker inspired me a lot. You know, that's, and to this day, I just got off the phone with him, you know, last week, a couple of days ago. Um, that's been like kind of like my big brother, my mentor. And then just being able to be like close to home uh, if anything happens. And then too, like I always try to have as much impact I can on like the community and younger guys and, and mentorship. And I think I can do a, a lot better job of that, just being as close as I am to home right now. So I love to hear that um, because you, you're incredibly, incredibly humble. And I imagine that was something that was taught to you um, at a young age. Was that your mom who taught you that? Yeah. And I, I think it's just because like, I, I pride myself on being, um, like, I'm just like an ordinary person. And and I say ordinary in the sense that like, I'm, I'm amongst everybody, but I, I mm-hmm. do, I humbly believe I'm different. Right. But, I, I believe I'm just like an ordinary person who who happens to play football, and that's right. kind of how I like walk up, how I walk up, I walk around and and conduct myself. Um, whenever I'm at football, I'm a, I'm a football player. I'm operating in the capacity of being a football player, but outside of that, you know, I'm just like a normal person. Like right now, I'm in, I'm in the library studying, doing a little bit of work, doing a little bit of research, and that's kind of like who I am. You know, I mm-hmm. I'll read the Bible. I'll go like some of my best friends don't don't even play football, and like if you kind of saw the people that I, I hang out with or I'm around a lot, you would kind of be like, 
that doesn't look like something a football player would do or someone a football player would hang out with. And, and that's kind of just, you know, who I am. I'm about is being as genuine as possible. Um, and just being like a, a good person at the end of the day, like I just pride myself on trying to be the best man of God. And <laughs> I mean, I just had, God has, has blessed me with the talents and skills to play football. So it's about trying to make an impact through football and ultimately, you know, glorify his name through, you know, these talents that he's given me. See, you just completely proved my point right there, Pat. Like that's like, I don't know if you could have answered that question in any better way. Like that's, that's, that really sums it up perfectly. You sound like you're, you're very, very happy and content in where you are and you're excited for what's to come in the future. Um, This has just been, this has been incredible, man. I thank you. Uh, so much for joining me today this is this has been a lot of fun i appreciate you i don't want to keep you for too long i know you've got oh, uh, man, some got busy I, I know you've got a lot going on i, uh, I still got 15 minutes man if you what's uh you want to talk about man what's uh are you still playing any any xbox till four in the morning still <laughs> or what's that about oh man i shucks i wish yeah I wish, man most of my day is honestly you know, I'll, I'll do my football stuff for the day, knock that out. My work, that's, that's like working out, rehab, uh, film, of course. Mm-hmm. And then, like, right now, I'm just in the library doing a little bit of doing, just finished my classwork. Um, and then I kind of just, like, I'm big on, like, re- just researching. And I think mm-hmm. I heard Kevin Gates say something. He was like, you can tell a lot about a man by the distance he's traveled. And... And I think a lot of times, like, if, if I were to post that on Twitter, you know, somebody would take that as, like, the growth I made as a football player. And it's like, nah, the growth I made as a man. So, like, mm-hmm. right now, I'm just kind of, like, I've been learning about tech. I've been, like, interested in tech. So, Elon Musk and what he's doing at Tesla and, like, the vision behind Tesla and trying to understand that a little bit more. So, that's, like, something I'm fascinated with right now, like, something I'm looking into and, you know? It's becoming a lot more well-rounded because there, right. there's a lot that you can really get into too. The power of the mind is really incredible. Once you get going on something, if if it really catches your interest and and grabs you to be able to just dive in and research and especially to be able to do your own research and have your own ideas and your own thoughts about things, that that goes so much further than I think we, we really imagine. Um, and especially, you know, as an athlete too, I think people do get lost in just who somebody is on the field. And I think that's part of why I started this was to give athletes the opportunity to be who they are off the field and just express themselves in a constructive and creative manner. And I think like, I think we have the same, sort of idea about how just behind uh, behind that jersey like you're just a normal dude who isn't is going to be an accountant and like is doing his own like like reading about like the tesla coils and like nikola tesla and like all that kind of stuff like that's just that's not what you that's not what a lot of people would imagine to hear out of like a lot of football players, which I think is very, very interesting. Um, and I, and really just want to get to get to know more athletes better and let them use this platform as a good creative place to come and talk and just 
cut it up a little bit because we hadn't i mean we hadn't talked in a little while you know but like just like old times you know like just catching up and shooting the shit a little bit and talking some football i just i really i really enjoy it man this is this is awesome and i'm glad to see that you're doing so well because um you've played with a lot of really talented talented guys um who have all gone in their own direction but i think somebody that i was rooting for probably because we knew each other in middle school and kind of growing up and all that i think i was always rooting for you more than anybody else even though you went to ou and not osu but that's like it is what it is i know i know people like ou and i know you guys are better at football but it is what it is. I appreciate it, man. I, um, I hope to talk to you soon. Um, best of luck to you at summer camp. When do you guys start your workouts? We start uh, Monday. Monday. Okay. Uh, is it two days or do you guys just go into the morning and doing a lift? Uh, I mean, so, so for, for the summer, it's going to be just, we got like a mandatory workout in uh, the morning, but kind of like our afternoon is usually we'll do something as like a defense or we'll do something mm-hmm. as position group. So like, that'll be us, like the DBs us lifting together or us, you know, doing footwork together or something like that. And it's not two a days in the sense that, you know, we kind of think about what practice, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a two a day workout, but like that afternoon portion is more so like us just being around each other. Um, okay. You know, like chemistry camaraderie and then you know just putting putting a little bit of work in absolutely i i am planning on coming down to oklahoma city um soon and i will definitely swing through norman um i've got some stuff in the works with my friend Michael. um he has a podcast called layers podcast and he's interviewed some osu guys um he interviewed calvin bundage uh dylan stoner uh, Matt Amendola, Landon Wolf, some of those guys were kind of doing the same sort of thing. So we're de- we're going to get together, I think, and try and come up with something. I hadn't announced that yet. Um, so this is the first time anybody would be hearing that. But I will definitely come by, come by old Norman and come pay you a visit because it's been a while. We haven't seen each other in a, in a little minute. Man. Might have to run back some zombies or something. Oh, the man. old Black Ops days, dude. Oh, yeah. Get Six back on it. Oh, match. Bro, I stayed up too late, like, so many times. And I'd have to go to cross country, like, over the summer, like, in middle school. And, like, running on, like, four hours of sleep because we stayed up until, like, three in the morning playing zombies or something. <laughs> oh, well, man. Thank I'm you, man. Leaving, leaving one zombie left. Everybody go use the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Go use the bathroom. Go get a snack. Go do that, and then yeah. Oh man, those are good times. Simpler times, I will say. Way more simple. I mean, look at us now. We're uh, you're graduating in. Are you are you going to graduate early? Because you enrolled early, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, so I'm uh I'm practically done with my under my undergraduate degree. So like my uh the program i'm in is like co-terminal so i've been taking like graduate courses and oh, okay uh, graduate courses simultaneously so like i have like i'm taking some econ courses kind of just because 
I'm I'm interested in econ and mm-hmm. then like it's great it's good because you know it's like applied mathematics yes but I, I finished my entire program in uh December so I'll be done with my master's and my bachelor's in four years exactly that's awesome dude that that's and, and in accounting too Whew. that's not easy not easy to do and playing football dude and a captain and went to the college football playoffs it's pretty cool pat man i'm blessed dude hey we all are man thank i'm thankful to be here um i'm thankful to talk to you man this was this has been awesome uh i really really do appreciate it and i wish you the best of luck this season don't beat up on us too bad in November. Take it easy on us. Uh, go win yourself another Big 12 championship and get back. Get, if you do anything this year, I, I will root for you guys to go to the playoff and win a playoff game. How about that? Is that yeah, that'll work? <laughs> All right. Thank yes, you, Pat. Right. I appreciate it, dog. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Have a good one, man. You too. All right. So that was our interview with Patrick Fields. A really, really fun interview to do. Um, Somebody that has a lot of my respect, both on and off the football field. Um, I really even more so just off the football field because of how good of a person Pat is. Um, I'm very, very thankful that he – had the time and uh, sat down with me and cut it up a little bit. Um, I do want to touch on a couple things before we get out of here. It's a little bit shorter of an episode today. Um, it is June 1st as I'm recording this, so we are going to have some more NFL news coming. Uh, the post-June 1 signings, trade moves, um, all have to do basically with the cap and the way the cap is structured on how you can make money moves and all that. Um, so. Expect Julio to probably be on the move here soon. Um, he called into, is it Undisputed with Skip and Shannon? Whatever Skip and Shannon's show is on FS1, um, called in and said he wants out of Atlanta on live TV. So that's really interesting. Um, I don't know if that was allowed or or what, because like, that goes against every ethic of journalism. Uh, basically of all time, from Shan Sharp, but we'll see if anything comes out of that. I doubt anything really does. Um, but we are going to get into the divisional draft breakdowns. Um, those are probably going to be coming a little bit later than anticipated because watching film on 250 some odd guys is a lot of work. Um, and it takes a lot longer than I, I thought definitely. Um, Michael is going to be helping me out on that. I may do one of them solo. Um, He's in the process of moving right now. So um, we're going to wait for him to get settled and then we will get started. We'll probably start with the AFC West. That has been the first division that I've looked at Um, about halfway through, a little bit more than halfway through um, my film study. I've got two of the four teams done. so we will be getting into that very, very soon. Uh, we do have some more interviews coming up. I can go ahead and get into those a little bit. Uh, we're going to be having Jason Burreal. He is a basketball player. He will be coming on at some point. 
Um, he formerly was at Boise State and then went down to a junior college in Texas and played this last season there. So he is looking to move on to a Division One program. Um, another interview that we have in the works is TJ Washington. He played basketball at Jenks, at Utah Valley State, at Coffeyville Community College, and he now plays overseas in Cyprus. So we're going to try and speak to him at some point this summer. Uh, so that should be a really, really fun interview as well. He comes from a basketball family, sort of like uh, Spencer does. His family consists of Jessica Washington, who is kind of a local legend um, in women's basketball in the state of Oklahoma. Um, she went on and played at North Carolina and Kansas and did pretty well in college. And then his dad, Travis, is a basketball coach, instructor, um, guru here in Tulsa. So it's a little bit of a local tie. So I do like that as well. Um, I think that's going to really be all. I already touched on what we're going to be doing with Walter Picks. Um, and I think that's all I've got for you. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you're new, be sure to follow us on Twitter to stay up to date with everything we've got going on. And like I said, we should be getting those draft grade podcast episodes out here, I would say, the next couple weeks. Um, after interviewing Patrick, I, I've got some more time. I can dive back into uh, my film study on these guys, and then I'm going to even carry that into um, what I'll be doing with Walter Picks. I think film study is going to be somewhere um, where I kind of find a niche, I guess. Um, but that's all in the future, and we will get to that when we get to that. Uh, cross that bridge when we get there, that sort of thing. So thank you guys for tuning in, and thank you to Patrick for sitting down with us and making this a very, very fun 10th episode. Thank you guys. I'll see you next time.